Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports, brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. Pedro, let me, let me tell you congratulations on your long time in radio, you are your team, and for your ratings, man, I was reading about that, I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. And now, the host of the longest running fight show in radio and internet history. I don't want to, to predict this fight, but, you know, I'm going to promise that I, I can give a good fight, you know, to, to make people happy, and uh, I just do my best. Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another, but I'm going to get the job done. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 35, no, no, make that 36 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Straight up, you're listening, of course, either on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, or like a thousand other different internet platforms. But the bottom line is, you are part of the Ring Talk family. Welcome to the crew. Of course, we've been here 36 years. Straight up, today we're talking combat sports for two hours, live on these networks and some of these same affiliate stations. Of course, the Godfather, Larry Merchant, will be in the house. The retired HBO Godfather will be here in just a few minutes. Of course, talking boxing, we are six days away from the World Heavyweight Championship going on. The, eh, the linear version, got to look at it that way. I'm talking about Tyson Fury, undefeated, the freak. Of course, six foot nine, had a cocaine problem, was depressed, talking about suicide, wanted to kill himself. That was three years ago, of course. Turned his life around now, straightened himself out. Bottom line is, he's taller than Deontay Wilder. And when you're fighting a bigger guy and you're six foot eight, you're six foot nine, and you're expecting, you're expecting to fight bigger guys, I mean, smaller guys, you're fighting a bigger guy, well, that changes things. And I think that the fact that Deontay Wilder is a smaller guy here, I think that just might play to his detriment next week. But I'll get into my predictions, of course. This is a two-hour show. We've got live open phone lines all around the planet, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the toll-free, no-commitment text line. And I will go into the text for the last couple of weeks in the show, and I got ripped a couple of times. This lady from Kansas, I will get to that in a bit. Anyway, but the bottom line is, the text number is one 415 Two seven five one six would be the studio text lines once again here at the Sports Byline Studios four one five two seven five one six one three. You're tuned to Ring Talk live worldwide, but hey, you know that. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a sports byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing and MMA today only on Sports Byline. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull. Check it. 12 minutes past the hour. The godfather Larry Merchant is on uh, hold. He'll be here in a couple of minutes. Of course, let's talk about Kylo Plan. Who is he? He's a kid out of Nashville, Tennessee. Not too many boxers come out of Nashville. Not too many successful, I remember, over the years. Anyway, bottom line is, he is 20-0. Got a bunch of knockouts last night. He knocked out a guy that was a 40-to-1 underdog. So if you can't knock out a 41-to-1 underdog, you not, shouldn't be in a championship level. Anyway, he didn't in the 10th round. It was a TKO. It was a bit of a drubbing. Bottom line is, uh, Plant now 20-0 with 12 KOs. Vincent Fingelboots, the opponent, trying to be the first German to win a, a world title on American soil in like 80 years. That ain't going to happen for a while. Anyway, drops to 31-3, 28 KOs. So here is the IBF Super Middleweight Champion of the World. We've got your grandfather, your father by your side for 
this historic moment for you, defending your title here at home in front of this crowd that was on their feet in the third round chanting Sweet Hands. How much did they fuel you in this fight? Say again. How much did they fuel you in this fight? Oh, man, I was super fueled. I could have went all night. The whole city came out. Nashville, stand up! frenetic pace you hurt him yeah. you knew it was just a matter of time you said you were it was going to be the jab it was the jab but it was also the combinations the uppercuts how confident and how great did you feel out there today man i felt great i was relaxed sharp i told you guys i was going to stop this uh fight before the 12th round i want to dedicate this fight to my daughter Aaliyah, who's in heaven i want to dedicate this fight to my mother I want to dedicate this fight to my grandfather and dedicate this fight to the whole city of Nashville. Certainly an incredible crowd here. A lot of hometown support for you. I know this is your 20th win to start 2020. How would you like to see the rest of the year progress? Everybody knows I want that unification fight with David Benavidez. You know who the best 168 pounder is. If you want that, you got to come see me. I've been wanting that fight. I've been asking for it, and I'm tired of waiting. So that sounds like a good fight to make next. All right, thank you so much, Caleb. Congratulations on a great win here. Thank you. Thank you. Caleb Plant, Nashville, Tennessee, of course, the IBF Super Middleweight Champion, looking to be undisputed at 168. More power to him. Uh, good draw as far as Nashville is concerned. Of course, boxing is built locally. Local stars become national stars, become world stars. But right now, he's a local star looking to make it big on the national stage. Good luck to him. Straight up, let's bring in the retired HBO godfather, of course, Talk about Larry Merchant. We are just six days away from the World Linear World Heavyweight Championship going down. Of course, I'm talking about Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Now, we said this like the first time they fought. Some of these O's got to go, but it didn't go down that way, did it, Godfather? No, it went down better. (laughs) (laughs) It was was a draw that uh, was good for everybody because the fight was good. Um a big boxer against uh, a big slugger, mm-hmm. and knockdowns, um, fascinating matchups, and so on, and it ended in a draw. And um, here we are again, and uh, I can't wait. Okay. Six days away, of course, will be on pay-per-view, so you cannot watch us on any regular channel. Um, somebody said to me the other day that they, 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 they sort of miss HBO because of the fact that HBO didn't really push a whole lot of BS on them. And the reason why I'm mentioning that is that the zone the other night went like 45 minutes without a fight on TV. And they kept interviewing the ticket takers, the ushers, um, the guys selling peanuts, the whole nine yards. Why was HBO able to stick to such a close script and not have to go off like these people are shilling? You know, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, in the case of DeZone, they had a similar problem um, at the light heavyweight fight yeah. uh, between uh, Alvarez and Kovalev. And it has something to do with subscriptions and people getting one-fight subscriptions impulsively, and so they kick the can down the road because... Uh, in their economic model, uh, they need those subscribers, and uh, they may be falling short as far as expectations are concerned. 
So it's a kind of messy situation that um, HBO didn't really have to deal with, although when there were big pay-per-view events, um, we often all wondered why is this happening at 8.30 or 9 (laughs) o'clock West Coast time rather than uh, midnight in the East Coast. And there were similar issues, I believe. I believe. So it's mostly an economic thing. Uh, I don't know how you uh, address it, except uh, if you're on the East Coast, you don't buy the uh, the fight. <laughs> well, I, it's, you know, I, anyway, it, it was a bit frustrating. You know, that about it. But DeZone, for the most part, has been delivering boxing. And, of course, the star of the weekend, and I'll get to that in a little bit later in the show. Did you happen to see Ryan Garcia this weekend? Uh, I missed it, and I had a problem with my... Subscription. They I don't know if it expired. <laughs> they I don't canceled know exactly. you, Godfather. What? They canceled you. <laughs> uh, I guess they did. Uh, um, I was looking forward to it, but when I read the next morning that it was a first round knockout, it's obviously a, mis- uh, uh, obviously a mismatch, and they're going to have to step the kid up uh, to find him uh, some competitive fights. Nobody throws a left hand like that kid. He is he is he is the heir apparent to not only the box office greatness, I think, to actual in ring greatness. I I think that his kids really really got a whole lot of potential. He's got plus he's got all these girls. I mean, he sold out the Honda Center the other night. Now they're moving up to the Staples Arena. Of course, he's going to take on Jorge Linares, I believe, in July. Linares forty seven and five. The real uh, key there is the five losses. All five losses were by KO. Godfather. Well, it's it. it it, it will be an attraction. Um, they're looking to add a little bit of luster to his uh, his record by facing up to uh, a fighter who was on the decline and who once was an, a top fighter. That's part of the development of uh, good young fighters, uh, but they're not looking for serious comp- uh, competition yet. And, in a way, it's understandable. We 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 see that this kid has a huge star potential, and we're eager for him to get there. But uh, perhaps the wiser heads uh, at Golden Boy are doing the right thing. Larry Merchant on Ryan Garcia, King Rise, what they call him. You're tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the mighty Sports by Live Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. I feel nice, a sugar and spice. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. 
Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491 That's 800-593-7491 when you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Yeah. Moving, doing it, you know. Yeah. Can I count it off? Go ahead. One, two, three, four. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, only on Sports Byline. Check it, 23, make that 23 and a half minutes past hour, hour number one of two, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, of course, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, Channel 211. We thank Dan for allowing us to grace his channel, of course. We're talking boxing with the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant, being six days away, of course, from Tyson Fury. What's we'll he, 29-0 and with a draw and 20 KOs, of course, going up against Deontay Wilder, 42 and zip, one draw, of course, the draw with Tyson Fury, 41 KOs, 41 KOs, a big puncher, no doubt about that. Now, Larry, I've gone back and forth on this fight as to who's going to win, and, you know, being the bo- being a, tr- a guy that I thought I was a bit of a boxer more than a puncher, um, I sort of like to go with the boxers, and I'm going to switch gears here. Of course, I was thinking that that Wilder would prevail here, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to go with the boxer. I think I'm going to go with the movement of Tyson Fury to prevail. Tell me why I'm wrong. Well, I can't tell you why you're wrong any more than you could uh, tell me um, why I'm wrong. If I if I picked Wilder, mm-hmm. um, who knows that um, as big as Fury is. Uh, he can be put on the canvas. 
uh, he had done it twice in the last fight, and the expectations are that he will be a little bit more aggressive earlier in the fight and try to uh, put some hurt on Fury. At the same time, like you, I recognize uh, Fury's boxing ability. Um, the way he comes in at the fight will give us an indication of uh, what he wants to do. If he's around 250, uh, maybe even a little less, then I think it will indicate that he's going to uh, try to do uh, to Wilder what uh, his countryman, Anthony Joshua, did to Ruiz. Box him, box him some more, and keep boxing as long as he can. Because when he was boxing in the first fight, he was winning the fight. So uh, I'm as curious as the next guy. The contrast in styles, uh, personalities, um, it's a big, big heavyweight fight, and it can only lead to something better no matter who wins. Uh, hopefully uh, later this year or next year uh, a showdown with Joshua. Okay, and who I'm really excited about, of course, I have been for a couple of years now, the WB 122-pound title holder, Emmanuel Navarrete. I think he's 28-1 with about 21 wax. Take it on Joe, T Joe Santismo, of course, defending that battle, I think, for the fifth time in the past 15 or 16 months. Godfather, he is he is really a, a marvelous young Mexican talent, and Aram says he's the best Mexican fighter in the world. Of course, that's his promoter, Bob Aram. But I, I, I'm sort of inclined to almost believe it. He just he's just he's he's marvelous. Well, uh, we'll see how marvelous he is when he fights the top guys. And um, I don't question um, Bob Arum's uh, insights or outsights <laughs> about this, but I, I never knew an Arum fighter who wasn't praised by Arum. So, um, but there are some really good young Mexican fighters out there right now. And uh, maybe Navarrete proves to be the better of the best of them, uh, but I'll, I'll tell you, uh, Canelo Alvarez ain't so bad. No, he ain't so bad. And what is the uh, what is the king of boxing? We'll call King Ryan uh, Garcia the prince of boxing. What what is the king of boxing? What what is what is next on his plate? There really has been hasn't been a whole lot of noise coming out of his camp. You're talking about Ryan Garcia? No, I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez. I mean, I haven't heard much. Oh, well, I, I think I read somewhere this week, and I was a little surprised, that uh, the top-ranked super middleweight, Callum Smith of uh, Great Britain, mm -hmm. rejected a fight um, with Canelo. Uh, my guess is it has to do with money and other... Uh, provisions in, in in the contract, but when a guy is making um, at least thirty five million dollars a fight in his contract with his own, as Alvarez is, then uh, his opponents want a piece of, uh, want want to have a, a a purse that isn't insulting, um, and if Callum Smith thinks he can make more money fighting in Britain? Well, then he knows that better than we do. But I don't know where um, 
Canelo goes. Next, there are some American fighters that I think I'd like to see him in with, uh, led by uh, Jamal uh, Charlo. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm as curious as the next guy what their move will be. You know, Callum Smith, this could be a uh, this could be a Jim Mosley move. I remember when Shane Mosley was set to fight Oscar De La Hoya. They were talking about a rematch. He was going to get. $8 $8 million, but Oscar wasn't going to get more money, so his wife, Jen, said, no, we're going to go fight Vernon Forrest and said, and we know what happened there. Well, it was a rematch. I mean, they did fight twice. But not right away. It was an, okay. imme- it was an but, immediate. But they did fight yeah. twice, yeah. and, you know, uh, you know, if you can make $8 million, even though, uh, De La Hoya was making two or three times more that than that. Um, it's still better than making uh, five million dollars uh, because the other guy is making only six million dollars. Um, you got to measure it in certain ways, and you got to be self-confident and uh, and feel you're in a real fight. But um, over in Britain, that. Callum Smith may have uh, some good possibilities. Okay. You know, this sort of reminds me of, of James Page. Remember his mother came to me. She says, you know, Don King's given me $1.3 million to fight Felix Trinidad. This is when when James was a WB 147-pound welterweight guy. They said, you're going to step up to 154 and fight Trinidad <coughs> in a 54-pound title fight, and we're going to give you $1.3 million, but you're only going to get $600,000 yourself. In other words, it was a Don King deal where Don was going to get a cut and Carl was going to get a cut, but he was going to get six hundred grand. But that's still six hundred grand was probably five hundred grand more than he'd get fighting anybody else, no matter what he did. So his mother came to so his mother came to me, and I really didn't know what to say to her except that you know you, you got to get get as much money as you can out of this. So she he ends up she ends up saying no to Don King for the Trinidad fight. They take a fight with some guy named uh, Alfred Sixheads Lewis, and Sixheads Lewis knocks him into another world for like like a hundred grand. Well, I think the way you got to look at it is, if I make a good showing, mm-hmm. it elevates me and 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 has given me a lot of um, views out there in the world. Um, people know will know who I am. So, we, you know, I I've never been in that position, so I don't know how to uh, parse it. Um, every fighter goes his own way, but sometimes. Uh, the advice is emotional uh, rather than uh, in uh, in bank statements. Interesting, interesting. Of course, we're talking with the retired HBO Godfather, Mr. Larry Merch, and you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast. I got a couple of text messages for you um, over the, in the past couple of weeks, so I'll read the first one to you. Larry, well, since you're retired, what do you do? Question mark. <laughs> what do I do? Yeah. Well, I do your show. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw the um, Muhammad Ali Dick Cavett documentary uh, on HBO this past week, but I was a part of that. Mm-hmm. And I've asked, and because I'm so old, I get asked to do a lot of documentaries <laughs> <laughs> because I was actually there. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not a few lines in the in the history books. I was there um, going back before the 1950s. So 
Uh, and other than that, uh, I'm living a good life in Southern California. I hike, I bike. Um, I help my wife, who has um, been sick for a while. Uh, I have uh, three grandchildren. Uh, I went to a Little League baseball game the other night to see my wizard nine-year-old. Um, and uh, right now I'm setting up a uh, a viewing of the uh, heavyweight fight for next week, uh, bringing some people in here. Mm-hmm. I've got some friends out here. And um trying to take care of myself physically. I like being in the outdoors. I like um, being down at the beach and all that good stuff. And um, we watch some good television and occasionally go to the movies or the theater. Um, I've had a, I've, I had a, a good long 60-plus uh, year career in journalism. So... Uh, I've earned my uh, my rest. No doubt about that. He is the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. And Larry, when, when you look back on, on the times with HBO, I mean, I think the most the, the most shocking time for me on HBO was Mike Tyson getting knocked out in, in Tokyo. Was that the, like the most shocking moment for you as far as HBO boxing was concerned? Uh, probably. Uh, and I want to add two things. The other thing is from the question before, mm-hmm. we've done quite a bit of travel um, as well. We like Hawaii and Europe and northern U.S. and so on. But uh, the other point I want to make is uh, Jim Lampley, my uh, co-announcer, uh, mm-hmm. made one of the best calls at the end of that fight, I think, ever, for an, uh, the lead announcer, and it's gotten very little recognition. What he said was, Mike Tyson has been knocked out. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, you can visualize that being the headline all over the planet. Mike Tyson has been knocked out. Hmm. And, of course, Mike would never rise to that level ever again. And, in fact, he told me we had talked after his last fight against Kevin McBride, I think it was in the late, in the late 80s um, in Washington, D.C. He said, you know, I haven't had it since, since, the, uh, since the Carl the Truth Williams fight in 1989, and people just didn't know that. But at least he came out in the minute. Of course, it was a little bit later. Godfather, you have a, a wonderful weekend. Say hello to the Godmother for me. Um, any quick predictions here for Tyson Fury and, uh, and Deontay Wilder, sir? Well, my... My gut says uh, Wilder, and my head says Fury, so I've, uh, I'm just going to observe it and see what happens, well, and that's good enough for me. That being by said, the way, uh, go ahead. I'm going to a birthday dinner with my folks uh, tonight. Well, speaking of birthday, I want to wish you happy birthday once again, okay? God bless you, and God, kiss the Godmother for me, man. Listen. Every week, I get blessed with your presence, and I can't thank you enough. Thank you, Pedro. The great Larry Merchant, live on Sports Byline. Some like short, skinny legs and all.
You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. You got to have a mother for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Look here. There was a time. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Hey, are you just going to stand there and let people not give you credit for being a good driver? You deserve discounts on car insurance, and that's what Snapshot from Progressive is for. So why aren't you signing up? You need music to get pumped? Hit it! Drum solo! Ow, that hurts my fingers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. So I wander into the Sports Byline kitchen here, right, and the stove's on. The stove's on, right? Cut man left the stove on. Last night I left the stove on with some hard-boiled eggs in, the, in, in a pot, and they were like, for an hour and a half, 
So I, I was smelling this while I was on the phone and saying to myself, yeah, yeah, what the hell is this smell? What the hell is this smell? So finally I realized I panicked and got off the phone and then sit and realized that the house was all full of smoke. It took me a couple hours to air it out. But the bottom line is the house smells like hard-boiled eggs. You are tuned to uh, <laughs> you are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast. So we're going to cover the UFC in depth. Of course, in hour number two, we'll talk about the light heavyweight division. Of course, John Blocker, which a winner last night in the first-round knockout over Corey Anderson. We'll talk about that in depth. Of course, the light heavyweight division dominated by John Jones. They're not really dominated by John Jones. He, he got beat a week ago, and yet they're talking about him fighting another guy. And they're not talking about him fighting the guy that licked him like a stamp. Well, bottom line, bottom line is we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Ryan Garcia, Super Ryan, King Ryan, call him what you want. I call him the next heir apparent to greatness, the God, the the apparent. I mean, he will be Oscar De La Hoya ten times that. He's got the social media following unheard of it's unheard of 2.3 2.5 2.8 million after that last fight it might be over 3 million people following him on instagram so if you got 3 million people following you on instagram and you can get like just a million of those people to buy your fight holy think about that a million and he can do it i think he's really i think the talent's there the fact that he starched francisco fonseca in like 80 seconds people say to me oh man you got punked yeah he got punked but it was it was it was one of the most beautiful exhibitions of punking you'll ever see in the world of boxing he fainted with that right shoulder and like a fish going after a hook with a worm with, with a worm on it i mean a worm on a hook a fish going after it. man fanseca double left snapped on that i mean he snapped on that and bam he was asleep bottom line is ryan garcia is the next apparent apparent to greatness ryan congratulations it was just a few months ago you had what looked like the signature win of your young career against Romero Duno. Somehow, he were able to top that tonight. What did you think of your performance? I, you know, it was a good performance. It lasted, it didn't last much long. But, you know, I, I watched the video of Sugar Ray Robinson before coming into this fight. He, he, he did a little fake and he caught him with the perfect left hook. So when I seen Fonseca move that way, I just faked him a little bit and caught him clean with that left hook. I was planning for it to go a little longer, I'm not gonna lie. But, uh, but, but respect to, to Fonseca, man, they, they, they're great people. You know, they, they were respecting me through the whole camp. You know, there was never bad blood. Uh, I just I thank him for that opportunity so I could showcase my skills. Take me through that first round, whatever time it was in it. You seemed like you were throwing that left hook and clipping him a couple of times before you landed that big one. Well, for, wait, I forgot. Can I thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ real quick? Because, you know, he, he keeps me calm in the ring. And, you know, there's a lot of people here, so he kept me calm. But, uh, like I was saying, I seen the left hook. It was there. Um, I just needed to let him commit to a shot. So I let him get comfortable, and I, and I caught him right, be, right between the shot. It's a perfect left hook. That's what they call it. At just 21 years old, you're obviously still growing. Do you feel your power growing every single fight? You guys watched when I was 17 years old. Like, I'm growing up. I'm 21. I'm a late bloomer. But now I feel my body coming in, and I, I told you I'm ready for everybody now. I, I'm ready. I feel comfortable. I've been in there with, the, with, with all the, the good sparring. I'm ready to go after everybody. I want everybody. Let's go. I'm, try, I'm turned up. I'm turned up. Let's go. You know, one guy that certainly has a history with you is the man to your left, also carrying a belt, Devin Haney. Hey, hold up. I need a belt, too. If he's a champ, I'm a champ, right? I'm the champ. I'm the champ, and if he wants a real fight, he can fight me. I, hey, I should be champ, right? You got to be me to become champ. I should champ. be champ, right? You got to be me to become champ. I, I, I'll get to you. I'll Let's get to you. Let's make it happen. I, I'll get to you. Let's get that ready. Let's go. I'm turned up. Okay. I'm 
Let me ask you guys, a little bit of a discrepancy between who won what in the amateurs. Devin says he's won all six of the matchups against you. You say something different. Yeah, it's different. You know, look it. We had great fights with the amateurs. No, no doubt. He's a talented fighter. Much respect, you know. He, he got love for the game. I, I'm never a hater, you know. But we need to get this going on, right? We need to get this popping. We need to fight. Hey, we're good fighters. Let's fucking fight. We're good fighters. Let's fight. De Devin's going to be making a comeback this summer coming off an injury. Your promoter, Oscar De La Hoya, said he's already reserved the Staples Center for you against Jorge Linares sometime this summer. After watching Linares, is that the fight you won next? Yeah, I, I said if he had a good performance, I'll fight him. I said it was okay. Let's get it on. Let's go. I, I said I had a plan for 2020, and that was to shock the world. So I'm about to shock the world, beat Linares, beat Luke Campbell, beat Javante Davis. Now I'm going to go after Devin. Listen. You see that he said Devin Haney last. He knows I'm the best fighter in the world. Let's make the fight happen now. I think he did say Devin Haney last for a reason. Bottom line is Devin Haney, of course, from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, born and raised, only 21 years old. Forced to, said, you know, I'm not doing the amateur scene. You're not going to pit me off for three or four years as an amateur and, and make me uh, lose miles in the ring. Of course, that's what ha that's what I think happens. You've got some talent. You shouldn't spend a lot of time in the amateurs. You shouldn't. I mean, Mario Lesperance, I remember he stuck around for another four years after winning the USBA uh, was the USABF 106 pound title. My guy from Vallejo, California got robbed in the, in the Olympic trials. Remember the Western Olympic trials? He just got, just got stolen from him. Okay. He won that fight clearly, but, but, but he stuck around another four years. Richard Duran did the same thing. The late, late Richard Duran, my buddy out of Sacramento, California. He got the shaft in, in 1984 and stuck around until 1988. And of course that was four years taken off his professional career. Not a good move. Talking lightweights. Bottom line is number one is supposed to be a lot of people's mind, the Southpaw, of course, from Oxnard, California, by way of the former USSR. I'm talking about Vasil Lomachenko, losing that one fight to Orlando Salido, 31 years old, 14 and 1, 11 KOs. Of course, he's going to take on Teofimo Lopez, a kid from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, people are from Honduras, 15 and zip, like 12 KOs coming to us, as I said, from Brooklyn. He's only 22 years old. He's got a lot of youth on his side, and that's going to go down in May. I think that is the super fight. Now, Gervonta Davis is probably going to be the formidable, or the first formidable foe for Mr. Ryan Garcia, and I expect that to take place in November of this year. Um, Davis, if you can stay out of jail, of course, he was recently arrested for a domestic misdemeanor, uh, misdemeanor charge regarding slapping or choking his old lady or something like that, you know, his baby's mama. You know, that's that's the type of guy. Listen, we don't get college graduates in boxing. We just don't get it. I mean, you sort of see it in the NFL to an extent, but you just don't get college graduates in boxing. So what can I say? He is... um. Uh, not a street urchin, but pretty close to him. Talk about Javante Davis, of course, coming to us from Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, take it back, Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland. Um, the rest of the lightweight situation, not too happy about it. I mean, you know, nothing gets me out. I'm talking about Ryan Garcia, of course, the, the heir apparent, not only the greatness, but I think he's going to be the box office great. I think he's going to be the, the boxing great. I think that, you know, unless somebody clips him on his chin and knocks him out, unless he proves, proves that he can't take a punch at all, and I think that's, that's happening because I think he's stepping it up in the gym with decent sparring partners, things like that. Of course, part of the Canelo camp be a golden boy i just don't think i think he's the real deal and i think if people are are underestimating his ability because of the fact he's pretty they underestimated they underestimated the golden boy as well i'm talking about oscar de la hoya i remember being his publicist back in 1989 when carl demay that millionaire had him of course carl demay the guy that at one point owned more of san ramon california than any person and what yeah and then the housing crisis came in like 2008 7 2008 and he got his ass kicked but straight up he was a guy that flew me around the country on private jets he had a whole lot of good fighters i wish him the best may he rest in peace back to the situation at hand 
we've got some good fighters going on. I mean, boxing's hot and it's happening, it's flourishing, but it's not flourishing here too much in the United States. I mean, Caleb Plant may be the exception to the rule, of course, coming to us from Nashville, Tennessee. But for the most part, boxers still come from hungry and, you know, some low, low hungry and low income environments. You can't get a guy that's got money. Look at Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. You can't get a guy that's got money or had money and grow, growing up in the suburbs to starve. You can't do it. I mean, I was talking about the fact the other day that, you know, my mother used to make this and she was wonderful. My mother was, I mean, she, she did more for my diet than you could imagine because she knows she used to see me straining and, and going through all those extremes coming up to a fight because sometimes I wouldn't take off weight the right way. When you didn't take it off the right way, you suffered. But she would cook me steamed broccoli with spaghetti sauce. I mean, that was, <laughs> that was like, that was like an entree I, I would just uh, love. It was unbelievable. Anyway, that's what dieting's all about. Getting down in weight. People say to me, how, what was your body fat content at that point in time? Well, it was less than 6% because the last time they checked me, it was 6. And then we dropped down another 8 or eight or 9 pounds. So I imagine we'll be lower than that. Bottom line is we've got fights coming up, of course. Jesse, um, Mikey Garcia, not a big fan of Mike Garcia. Of course, Mike Garcia, the former lightweight champion, coming to us from Oxnard, California, 39 and 1, that one loss to Earl Spence when he stepped up to 147 and, and got lit up like a wife. I mean, come on. Earl Spence had all but owned him. I mean, he didn't, he didn't land a punch. He didn't land a punch. Of course, then I went to retired boxers meeting out there in the Excelsior they hold once a month, and all those guys with old timers, oh, Mikey Garcia, Mike. I said, he just, he just, I mean, Bottom line is Earl Spence should have like been arrested for domestic violence. He slapped on him so bad. I'm saying, but but all those people saying Mikey Garcia stepped up 12 pounds. He didn't step up. He didn't step up at all. If he would have stepped up, he would have stepped forward. He never stepped forward. He wasn't in that fight. He didn't want to be in that fight anyway. He's gonna take on. A guy that can't punch and a guy that has, of course, has got a decent reputation. 29-2 former 140-pound champion, Jesse Vargas. Jesse Vargas coming to us at 29-2. Of course, it's going to go down at the Ford Center. That's going to be in, uh, where is it going to be? Frisco? Oh, it doesn't say where the location is going to be. The bottom line is Vargas and Garcia, not my cup of tea. But then again, they've got to put this on the zone, so I guess they've got some TV. Or it's not going to be a showtime. Bottom line is it's a good fight, and you should watch it. Some of the other fights coming up, of course, Joseph Park will be in action. Scott Quigg will be in action. You can always check out the boxing schedule at BoxRec.com. I recommend you do that, of course. BoxRec, when they first came out, I guess it was about 20 years ago, people laughed that they were, you know, they were doing, because there was a boxing record book. Guys kept a boxing record book, and there was one guy that kept this boxing record book, and he was like the godfather of boxing record keepers. Okay, so it was out of New Jersey, and uh, he ran this record book, and that was he was he was the word. That was it. He was God. You called him when you had a fight, and he told you what the record of the fighter was. Now, of course, that's been replaced by an internet website called BoxRec.com. So, if you're a boxing fan, there's no doubt in my mind you got to check out. BoxRec.com. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Of course, coming to you Saturdays and Sundays, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Little Tower of Power before the break, baby, because you always should be having some fun. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. Yeah. 
Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Everybody's mad at the white man. Get guys blowing up federal buildings because they're mad at the government. Get the Latinos. Did you see that last week right here in L.A.? Picketing all the networks. Do you know about this? The Hispanics, the Mexicans. I don't know what the hell to call you this week. (laughs) But the Mexican people were picketing the networks saying that during prime time, you will see no Latinos on TV. What are you talking about? You got cops. You got America's Most Wanted. (laughs) Why... You have adventures of the highway patrol. There are shows for everybody. If you took the time to check your local listings instead of bitching so much, you'll see the shows for everyone. Not you. There's an Asian guy in the front row. After Margaret Cho, you had your shot. It didn't work out. All right, back to the kitchen. Sorry. Now more Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Puff Daddy bringing us back. Biggie Smalls, of course, being whacked down there in L.A. (laughs) You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 
I want to mention Bobby Slade. Of course, he is Sid Vicious. Sid, yes, get vicious. Call him what you want. But he and I go back to 1981 when he was just a, a skinny kid. And I was aspiring to think about trying to be a comedian. But he was one of my, my role models. And, of course, he's still rocking and rolling. He's starred, starred in many movies. And I want to give him the best. Of course, he'll be here in a few months here at the Punchline. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio. Of course, the American Forces Network. I can keep going, but I ain't got enough time. Um, TuneIn.com, Stitcher.com. John Blockowitz. A winner last night, a knockout winner in one round over Corey Anderson. Of course, that was the UFC main event, and that comes to you on ESPN+. Plus. If you got the app, it was a pretty good store, a pretty good show as far as being free. No words when shows are free, I'm down with that. But if you want to put 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 shows to me uh, uh, that are you have to pay for it and big money, I, I'm not down with that. Because I'm telling you, Diego Sanchez last night, of course, got got a gift when some guy needed him when he was on the ground. He had lost every minute, every second of every round through like three rounds. And all of a sudden, boom, some guy disqualified, gets disqualified for a knee and somebody on the ground. So we'll hear about the two disqualifications in depth with the uh, former USC light heavyweight and heavyweight champion. Now, of course, the ESPN uh, commentator. I'm talking about Daniel Cormier in hour number two. John Jones will join us for a bit in hour number two. Mr. Blankowitz will join us as well. But as far as the top ten boxing uh, guys, as far as the world's concerned, as far as top ten pound for pound, I can't. I guess I can't go against this this list here that's um, top uh, boxers put together. Uh, Saul Alvarez, of course, Tina Alvarez, Terrence Crawford, Gennady Golovkin, Earl Spence. I don't think Earl Spence will ever fight again. In fact, if Earl Spence wants to fight again, I will come out of retirement. I'm getting down in weight. I will come out of retirement to fight his ass because anybody who flips out of a car at 90 miles per hour and gets all those serious injuries, I, I want to fight. I'll test you. I don't think he's got it anymore. I don't care. Hey, listen, 26 and zip had a lot of ability, no doubt about that, coming off the Mikey Garcia fight, but he flipped out of a car at 90 miles per hour, and I think that the neurological damage that was done to him, I saw that eyeball was sort of like bloodshot and there was blood in one eye and that kind of stuff. That was a couple weeks after when he was booked, of course, for driving under the influence. But at the end of the day, he's damaged goods. Any way you look at it, that man is damaged goods. So what I'm trying to tell you, get me a fight with Earl Spence right now. I'll fight him. Of course, Earl Spence going to do his thing, I think, in June or July. Good luck to him. Um, Vasil Lomachenko, of course, on the list as well. Mikel Burchett. He can rock and roll, super featherweight, WBC champion. Callum Smith, the aforementioned guy, of course, from the UK. He's a WBI, 168-pound guy, 27 in zip, though, from coming to us from Liverpool, the home of the Beatles. Number eight, Anthony Joshua. i got to drop that. Number nine, Manny Pacquiao. Maybe, maybe Manny Pacquiao, of course, making a late run at the age of 41. The bottom line is the Pac-Man can still sell those tickets. So, and you talk about fighting maybe... Get this Conor McGregor in a boxing match. Of course, Conor McGregor, the MMA king at one point in time until he got, until he got, until he made him a full-time drug instead of a part-time drug. Am I trying to dog the Irishman? You damn right I am. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is hour to one of two live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the Dan Patrick Channel, like a thousand other internet platforms. Please. Allow me to entertain you at hour number two. Stay tuned for hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide here on the following networks, the following stations. And if you get cut off from us, you can always find us at iHeartRadio or SportsByline.com. Stay tuned. Hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide coming at you.
USA Radio News with John Hunt. A top advisor to President Trump defends her boss after recent remarks for the nation's attorney general. And USA's Chris Barnes reports from Washington. Attorney General William Barr raising some eyebrows when he claimed in an ABC News interview a few days ago, President Trump's tweets about open Justice Department cases, quote, make it impossible for him to do his job. On Sunday morning, White House counselor to the president, Kellyanne Conway, said the president was never asking the attorney general to do anything related to a criminal matter, though she says previous administrations have weighed in on criminal cases. President Obama spoke up in the Freddie Gray case in Baltimore. President George Bush, Bush 41, I think, commented on the case in L.A., probably the Rodney King case. So it's disingenuous to say that people, presidents don't comment on criminal matters. Conway was speaking on Fox News Sunday. I'm Chris Barnes. This is USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. The healthcare open enrollment period has ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up now with Liberty HealthShare. As a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, they're not insurance. That means you can sign up at any time of the year. Liberty HealthShare is no network. You're free to pick your own doctors, hospitals, providers, and there are no contracts. Starting as low as $199 per month, Liberty HealthShare has memberships for singles, couples, and families of any size. I joined. I'm a member. My four children are members. Liberty HealthShare saves me $18,000 thousand dollars each year compared to what i was paying for health insurance liberty health share is a non-profit ministry your money goes towards helping other members with their eligible medical expenses and in your time of need other members are there for you you could feel good knowing you're part of the community of like-minded individuals who understand the importance of people coming together to bear one another's burdens for more information call 855-58-LIBERTY 855-58-LIBERTY or go to libertyhealthshare.org slash wayne root that's libertyhealthshare.org slash wayne root Diplomats from nations that lost citizens when Iran shot down a Ukrainian airliner pushed Iran's foreign minister for more cooperation from Tehran on the investigation. Amid heightened tensions with the U.S., Iran said it accidentally shot down the aircraft January 8th. All 176 people aboard the Ukraine International Airlines plane died. The victims included 57 Canadian citizens as well as 11 Ukrainians and four British citizens going further than he ever has in expressing regret over Obama administration immigration policies. Joe Biden called it a big mistake to have deported hundreds of thousands of people without criminal records. Biden was in an interview with Univision anchor George Ramos, and he said, I think it was a big mistake. It took way too long to get it right. In written statements included as part of Biden's proposed immigration overhaul, the campaign has already acknowledged pain surrounding many deportations that occurred while he served as President Barack Obama's vice president. This is USA Radio News. With a recession ending, if you've been putting off building your business, now is the time to act. General Steel will meet or beat any price on a pre-engineered steel building of the same size and specifications. Act now before steel prices go up. So call us today for free information. Call 800-965-1290. Mississippi Governor Tate Reeves declared a state of emergency amid predictions that a river running through the area of the state capital of Jackson could burst its banks and spark widespread flooding. Forecasters believe the Pearl River will crest above 38 feet to levels not seen in decades following days of torrential rains across the southeast. Reeves said the state should prepare for one of the worst floods in its history. The people in the area are under evacuation orders, and some people have already filled trucks with furniture and other belongings to get out. 
We've said more than 2,500 homes and other structures will be flooded by the rising waters. A jury awarded $265 million in punitive damages to a southeastern Missouri peach farmer who argued that the weed killer dicambia had drifted onto his orchards from other farms and severely damaged his trees, an award that could bode well for other farmers suing the chemicals maker. The punitive damages awarded to farmer Bill Bader of Campbell came a day after the jury awarded him $15 million in actual damages, agreeing with his argument that the Decambia had drifted over from other farms and severely damaged Bader Farms, which is one of the largest peach farms in the state of Missouri. Attorneys for Bayer, which makes Decambia, vowed to appeal. In response, the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency has increased the restrictions on Decambia usage in recent years. For USA Radio News, I'm John Hunt. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. And gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. So let it be written. So let it be done. Brought to you by the WBO, the World Boxing Organization. Pull up some dust and sit down. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Pedro Fernandez. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Thomas y Caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline facilities in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 36 plus years now of being often imitated but never duplicated. Welcome to Ring Talk. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your host. I'm also an award-winning writer, four-time Golden Glove champion. Happened to make it to number 13 in the Olympic year back in the, well, that was a long time ago. The bottom line is we're not talking about my boxing pedigree. We're talking about boxing in general. Of course, in MMA this hour, of course. We'll check in with John Jones, the current light heavyweight 205-pound champion. Of course, coming to us out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, originally out of upstate New York. He's an outstanding fighter, but he's a guy that likes cocaine. 
a lot of cocaine. He likes coke and he likes steroids. He's been caught. He's been popped on steroids. He's been popped on coke. And of course, what do you say in the interview? They sort of like to hush that away. They took it off YouTube. But he said, yeah, I like to do blow a couple weeks before a fight. Ooh, ooh. Why would you want to do cocaine a couple weeks before a fight? It's not going to help you out physically. It's not going to help you out mentally. You got a dope problem. The bottom line is John Jones, of course, coming off that loss a week ago. No, it wasn't a loss. They gave him a fight. But you know, Dominic Reyes laid him up like the White House Christmas tree. He just did. I mean, after four rounds, I looked down at my scorecard. I had Reyes up three rounds to one. I mean, how could John Jones win if he didn't knock Reyes out in that fifth round? He didn't knock him out in that fifth round. You heard the crowd booing afterwards. I mean, they were booing like it was, it was unbelievable. What I'm trying to tell you is the end of the day, John Jones got a gift. Now he wants to fight John Blakowicz. We'll hear from Mr. Blakowicz in depth. I take that back. Not in depth. He's from Poland, so he can't talk in depth in English. But the bottom line is we'll hear from him. Of course, the winner last night over Corey Anderson in the octagon. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, baby. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. <laughs> 
seriously. Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. Create my own radio stations. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, only on Sports Byline. You are tuned in the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome, of course, to hour number two of our show. Of course, Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific time. We come to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel, Cable Radio Network, Channel 2, of course, Stitcher.com, TuneIn.com, iTunes. I keep going. Bottom line is I'll be talking till the end of the hour. Straight up, this is hour number two, of course, live on Sports Byline. Jan Blackowitz, a winner last night, of course, knocking out Corey Anderson. Anderson beat him on the decision about three or four years ago. But Blackowitz, a winner, uh, 308 into the first round via knockout. With the former light heavyweight and heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier, I'm Brendan Fitzgerald in Rio Rancho, New Mexico where light heavyweights were on display in front of John Jones, the light heavyweight champion. And what a performance for Jan Blachowicz, who has now won seven of his last eight fights after a little bit of a skid early in his UFC career. Man, this guy's really figured it out in a first-round knockout. Yeah, and he's putting guys to sleep. I mean, this is not the first guy that he's put away with one punch like that. We saw him do it to my buddy Luke Rocco. We saw him do it to Corey Anderson. And he also showed that he has the ability to go five, as he did with Jacare Souza. He's putting important win behind important win as he's on his way to earning a title fight. It was impressive. And now it's three straight wins. He entered as the sixth-ranked light heavyweight contender. He was matched up with number five, Corey Anderson. So you know he's going to leapfrog there. Now what's potentially next for Jan Blachowicz? I think he's in a great position, right? Because Jones and Dominic Reyes has had such a tough fight last week, and it was so close, so competitive. In those rematches, sometimes it's good to let that rematch, in those fights, sometimes it's good to let those rematches fester just a little bit. Let people talk about it. Send Dominic Reyes over to beat someone else. Yet let Jan Blachowicz fight John Jones. Maybe Jan Blachowicz wins the title. You never know, but... The new matchups, I think, are what excites uh, Team Jones. And where the rankings uh, come out next, Jan Blachowicz will be the highest one that hasn't fought for the UFC belt next. So it makes a lot of sense that he makes sense to fight for it in 2020 later. Yeah, and you know, man, the guy has put together an impressive run of, of, of victories. Not only the three, but... In the last eight fights, right? Winning seven, fighting in the way that he has. He has truly figured it out as he is getting longer in his career and his performances just keep getting better he has not stagnated he has not hit his ceiling yet he's continuing to improve and there is nothing that tells you if he gets the most important fight of his life that he won't improve from now until then something has clearly clicked for Jan Blachowicz again winner in seven of his last eight if you ask him it's his return to his old coach in Poland to doing things that got him to the UFC and they've gotten him really now to the UFC's highest level. Earlier in the night because Albuquerque, New Mexico which is just down the road, is an MMA hotbed. Six local fighters on the card tonight. One of them, Jod Dodson who still sits in that top 15 of the bantamweight rankings. Nathaniel Wood wanted to pluck him out of it and John Dodson, the veteran, getting it done and finishing him emphatically in that third round. I mean, I think this was the biggest moment of the night. Right. This might have been, I mean, obviously, in terms for of the importance, locals, in terms of importance, the Jan Bohovich fight right. for the overall. 
but there was not a pop in this arena. Like when John Dotson put Nathaniel Wood out. I mean, they have watched him grow. He is one of their own. There are guys that move into Albuquerque to train. John Dotson is born and raised here. He's a state champion out of, out of Albuquerque. He's Albuquerque's own, and he may have gotten one of the biggest victories of his career over a great young prospect in Nathaniel Wood. All right, later in the night, it was the co-main event. We knew something weird was going to happen. It started Diego it was Sanchez and Michelle Pereira, <laughs> and ultimately it comes to a weird ending, a disqualification for Michelle Pereira, who was miles ahead on the scorecards, an illegal knee to Diego Sanchez, and uh, Diego Nightmare Sanchez ultimately getting the victory at home. Look. It was weird from the moment Diego peacocked his way into the octagon. He peacocked his way sure into the octagon. And then he started drooling. He did a ton of crazy stuff in there. But he stayed in the fight. And Michelle Pajeda put it on him the whole time. And then Michelle Pajeda did something that a young guy that's in the heat of the moment may do. Do an illegal knee against a guy that's been in the game for 15 years. Diego wanted to talk to his coach. Said, coach can't come. Diego said, I can't see. Illegal strike, blood flying everywhere, fight over. The precedent was set early when we had the first disqualification. Referee had to follow protocol and disqualified Michelle Pajeda. Yeah, you mentioned that. You ever been part of a night, two disqualifications for two illegal knees to downed opponent? Happened in the exact same way. I really don't think that anyone's ever been a part of it because I'm not sure it's ever happened in history. It was crazy. The first one, the kid got knocked out. He was knocked, Brock, Brock, Brock Weaver. Weaver. Got knocked out completely. He was done. Diego wasn't out like that, but he did take a pretty bad knee when he was down on the ground. Uh, Kazula Vargas getting disqualified. Brock Weaver, his UFC debut that he's been waiting so long for, ultimately gets his hand raised. Not in the way he wanted to, but perhaps the future is still very bright for that lightweight from Alabama. You know, I've been talking of late about the residual effects of combat sports, meaning mainly MMA because of the fact you're taking blows that are far more deadly, far more devastating than you would as a boxer. I mean, in a boxer, basically, you've got an 8 or a 10-ounce glove coming at you, and it's got all the leverage that a man could throw or a woman could throw with her shoulders and her legs, okay? Bottom line is you get kicked. You kick is a bigger muscle. You're probably getting kicked with a, a little bit harder than you would. If you get elbowed, you get, I mean, forearms, all that kind of good stuff. What I'm trying to tell you is that it's a rough, rough world, the world of mixed martial arts, and there's no doubt about it that Diego Sanchez is now showing the residual effects of 15 years. Heard Daniel Cormier there, the former UFC light heavyweight and heavyweight champion, one time holding both titles, um, talking about the fact that, that, that Diego Sanchez was weird. He was drooling when he came in the ring. That wasn't, that wasn't an act. That was, that, that's how bad, that's how far down the ladder he's, he's, he's slid as far as his, 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 his being cognitive is concerned. I mean, the guy was like, like, I don't want to use the word R-E-R-E-T-A-R-D because people get upset if I say that on the air. But the bottom line is, that's all I could, that's, that's what I was picturing there as I was looking at him. Of course, Miguel Piera. Um, the guy from Brazil was just kicking his butt. I mean, I just, it was, it was so one-sided. I was saying to myself, poor Diego, you know, you shouldn't have took this fight. It was your hometown. I guess it was your swan song. They bring you back for this last fight because they sure didn't expect him to win because he wasn't winning. He didn't win a second in that fight. Not, I mean, not a millisecond, not, not a tenth of a second. It just wasn't there for him. Okay. He's too old. 15 years in the octagon. That's a long time. Taking a lot of beatings. Anyway, he gets his disqualification win, a gift, and of course that's going to make make him uh, move on to a one more fight. But at the end of the day, this guy Pierre 
beat him so bad it's unbelievable. The rest of the card, it sort of sucked. It just does. I'm not into um, sucking cards. What I'm trying to say is that, you know, give me the talent. Give me the names. I want to see names. As far as MMA is concerned, I really don't want to see people like Joe Blow against uh, Sam Smith. I really don't. I want to see names like John Jones. You know, John Jones, the light heavyweight champion. Of course, talking all that smack about Mr. Jan Blackowitz and this and that. But, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, John Jones is still the light heavyweight champion. John Jones, Jan Blahovich just made an absolutely humongous statement in your backyard. Yeah, what do you did. make of his performance? I thought he looked great. He looked tremendous. Um, Chris boxing, great takedown defense. He just looked really good. I was I was happy to see Corey Anderson eat his words. He's been talking so much trash, and then to go out there and perform the way he did. It's it was uh, yeah. You seem pretty pumped standing here. I saw you getting on some chairs, yelling yeah. a little bit. I mean, does watching that excite you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I love this city. It's a great city of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I came for the fans, really. I tried to do a little meet and greet in between every fight, uh, which I was able to accomplish. And uh, I think the fans are really happy. So, hurrah for them. Given what he did here tonight, you know, his performance against Luke Rockhold, do you feel like Jan is a worthy opponent? Oh, yeah. Jan has great knockout power. Uh, very uh, technical. Uh, his fundamentals are very sharp, and, uh, yeah, I think he's going to make a, a great opponent. John Jones, of course, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the world light heavyweight champion out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, and I was laughing about him talking about Albuquerque, of course. That was the place where he pulled that, that double hit and run. Not He didn't hit and run once. He hit and run twice. What did he do? He got into a car accident about 2 o'clock in the morning. He was out getting getting. He was out fornicating, and and he was out doing his thing, okay, and he's coming back like at 5 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning to his training camp headquarters, so he's flying around Albuquerque, smoking weed in the car, allegedly smoking weed in the car. They found weed in the car, remnants of weed in the car. Anyway, um, so he gets into an accident, and this lady gets hurt. She was pregnant, and she gets hurt. I think she broke an arm or something like that, so he, he leaves the scene of the crime right away. Just runs, he just runs off like this, you know, this big 6-foot-4-inch black guy just got out of the car and just ran away. And So they too, not too many 6-4-inch Six foot four inch black guys with cars registered to him, registered by the, to John Jones, that kind of good stuff, running around Albuquerque outside of John Jones. So I guess the police had a good idea who that was going to be when they got there. But the cops weren't there yet. And then John Jones split. So this lady's there and they called the ambulance. So all of a sudden the black guy comes back. John Jones comes back to the scene of the crime. The people are freaking out. What's he doing? He's going through his car. Why is he going through his car? Because of the fact he left some weed in his car. He didn't want to leave the weed there for the cops to come and discover. I kid you not. That's John Jones in a nutshell. Of course, later admitting to wanting to do cocaine before fights. He's just a mess. And the fact that, you know, he's talking about wanting to fight Mr. Uh, Mr. John Blackowitz instead of Dominic Reyes, who beat him last week, just shows you what a puss he really is. You are tuning to the mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Going to go old with some Tower of Power back in 1976. <laughs> I love the way that you walk, the way that you talk, really knocks me out, girl, the clothes that you wear. Check it, sports fans, you're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, an exclusive Sports Byline production. Conditions, your mind. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. 
Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851 Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Ladies and gentlemen, the end comes at the official time. Three minutes, eight seconds. Round number one. We have your winner by way of knockout. Yo! John Behovich, how does it feel? They said it would take a statement, and that was a statement. You know, whole world was uh, wrong. Uh, they was wrong about me, you know. I prove they are one of the best in the world. I take the rematch. Thank you, Kohari, for the rematch. And I prove that I'm the next uh, contender for the title shot. Let's talk about my next opponent, John Jones. You landed a beautiful right hand that put Corey out. You really put him to sleep. Did you know that that would present itself? Yeah, we trained this all the time in the, in the gym, on the training. Uh, we, we knew that he would try to uh, use his boxing uh, to take me down. And I think that he tried to take me, uh, use his boxing because he knocked out the, the Johnny Walker. And it's good for me because I like stand-up fighting, you know. With a big victory, you could earn a potential light heavyweight title shot. The guy's right there. You want to tell him something? 
You promise me that in the show when I meet you. You are next. Let's do this. Tell me when. Tell me. Give me the place and time. Big knockout. You're looking at your potential number one contender, Jan Bohovic. John Jones wants to fight him because he's a he's a bum. I mean, the I don't care if he's won seven of his last eight fights. He stands there like a pole. Oh, I'm sorry. He is a pole. He's Polish. But he stands there like a pole. That kind of target, man, give me that target all day. I'll light him up. I'm just telling you. He stands right there, doesn't move his chin around. I mean, he's slow. What more can I say? He may take a good punch, but he's good 25 and 8 now. He's lost eight fights. He's going to lose his ninth fight if he takes on John Jones. Of course, John Jones skipping the Dominic Reyes rematch. Why? Because he lost and he'll probably lose again in the rematch. I mean, once a guy's got you, once a guy's got you, usually, you know, you don't win this rematch. Very rarely does a guy that lost the first time win the second guy, win the second time. And John Jones didn't win the first time, regardless of what the judges said. Bottom line is USC coming back, of course, at the Spark Arena in Auckland, New Zealand, going down under next week, February 23rd. Of course, the main event, eh, another main event with the guys that... Mm, sort of mid-level guys, Dan Hooker and Paul Felder going five rounds at 155 pounds. Also on the card, Carolina Kowalikits. God, I have a hard time saying that. Anyway, bottom line, it's those Russian fighters with those horrible last names. Why can't you just do like the, the Thailand people? Let's say, you know, we realize our names are terrible, so we'll change our name to like Thailand Battery. That's what one guy called himself, Thailand Battery. Go back to that. Anyway, bottom line is Carolina's on the card. She's going to be fighting at 115 pounds, I believe. Of course, also on the card, Kevin Aguilar. And outside of that, no big names. There are no big names. The UFC is just dying for talent, man. They are. Of course, coming back the very next week, um, take that by UFC Fight Night. They're going to rock and roll with Jesse Van Joseph Vanabides, of course, a flightweight, former very, very competent fighter out of uh, Sacramento, California. Of course, the Team Alpha male team up the uh, Team Alpha male up there. But he's taking on a guy named Delvison Figueroa. Good luck to Mr. Figueroa. Benavides looks like a better fighter. Also on the card, Felicia Spencer going to fight at 145 pounds. She can fight. She can't. She's a rough chick. 145 pounds is going to take on somebody by the name of Zara Farm Dos Santos. So I'm thinking she's related to, of course, to Junior Dos Santos, former lightweight champ, light heavy, I'm taking back the heavyweight champion, come to the side of Brazil. Outside of that, the UFC sort of sucks. It really does. Outside of moving up to the monster. I talked about him yesterday. Of course, the monster being Francis Ngannou going to take on a kickboxer. If ever there was a guy meant to get knocked out, it was this guy. I tell you not because he's going to stand up. He's a kickboxer. He's going to stand up. You stand up with Nganu, it's death. It's a certain death. I mean, it's a certain death. It's like going into the gas chamber. It's only a matter of time before you choke out. And then it's only a matter of time before Francis Ngannou, the monster. Of course, he's lost three fights. Derek Lewis being one. Um, uh, Stip Miocic, and I can't remember who the other fight was, but he's lost three fights. And the three fights that he's lost, I think he's learned from them. I think he's the most amazing super athlete as far as heavyweights are concerned I've seen in a long time. And if his chin and his intestinal fortitude, meaning his stones, are worthy of, uh, are comparable to his size and stature physically, then I think he's going to go a long way and be the next heavyweight champion if they give him a shot, if they give him a shot. I remember the first time they had this this protein drink, this performance drink, all the kind of good stuff packed and ready for him to go. And, of course, he failed against Miocic. He had Miocic going in the first round, but Stippy being the boxer, the boxer, that's why I like boxers in these things, in these cases, Stippy being the boxer, the former Golden Glove champion, the current world heavyweight champion as I speak, okay, he, you know, he, he, he came out and he boxed his ears. Of course, he boxed Cormier's ears. The, the announcer on that former uh, on our former piece right there, he boxed Danny Cormier. Boxing supreme, I think, is what gets you through the UFC without a whole lot of damage, a whole lot of punishment. Because you want to stand there and go toe to toe and go back and forth. I talked about this before. Death matches, they're death matches, and the UFC, Dana White, he loves these death matches. You know why? Because there's miles coming off 
your car. Your car can only go a certain amount of miles. In other words, you only got enough miles. In the, the odometer doesn't go too long, okay, especially when you're a professional fighter and you're taking punishment, the training, the, uh, the, the fact that, you know, the residual effects of, of contact sports, especially getting clipped, you know, clipped in the gym, clipped in, in sparring, clipped in fights. And when you get clipped, listen, I've talked to guys in the world of mixed martial arts that have had buzzes. Get this. They've buzzed for three months. You know, I'm not talking about a buzz smoking a joint. I'll get down with that. I'm talking about, I'm, not talking, I'm talking about like, like a, bzzz. and I know another guy, his ears rang for like six months. In fact, that was a girl. She was a girl in MMA. Her, her ears rang for six months. So what I'm trying to tell you is this is unparalleled, uh, we're going to unparalleled, uncharted waters as far as the punishment a human being can, can take. And I think the MMA is going to test that. I think that, there's, I don't want to say that the MMA is going to come to an end because of the money involved in this and that, but I think that I think the residual effects in eight or ten years from now, when you see all these punch drunk fighters staggering around, you say to yourself, "Man, we need to do something about that." But you can't do anything about it as far as making it safe is concerned. It's not a safety type of thing, and this is like death match after death match. And, and back to the death matches, and the reason why the reason why the UFC puts you in death match after death matches, they don't have to pay you. You know what I'm saying? In other words, if you if you make three or four good fights for them and they get you up to maybe a half a million dollars or somebody, something like giving you a half a million bucks for a fight and in a promotion they pulled in maybe $40 million, okay, they give you a half a million dollars, you think that's all fine and dandy, but guess what? You only get a half a million dollars maybe once or twice and then you're done because there's so many different ways to win or lose in the world of mixed martial arts. And that's and when you put all those miles on the car, your tires are bald. And when your tires are bald, you can't go around those turns. You can't go around those turns. Life's going to be short in the world of mixed martial arts. The shelf life, I think, for an actual fighter is probably about, as far as being at their peak is concerned, between 18 and 24 months. So you've got a window there of 18, a year and a half to two years if you're an MMA fighter as far as excelling and making money is concerned. But the UFC, the entire the entire script of the UFC is written against you doing that. That's why there's so many there's, there's so many uh, guys that are not exceptions to the rule. I mean, John Jones may, may, may make a few bucks more than everybody else. Of course, Conor McGregor comes to mind as far as making mega millions. But outside of that, these guys are getting pimped off. I mean, with um, uh, Jorge Masvidal, of course, knocked uh, knocked out Nate Diaz. Of course, sold out the Garden. Was it sold out in like a half hour or something like that? About three or four months ago. And what did they give him? A half a million dollars and a fifty thousand uh, dollar bonus? You got to be kidding me! He sold six million dollars worth of tickets, and you, uh, d- that's for the live gate. I'm not talking about the the pay per view aspect of it because Masvidal's a monster. Everybody wants to watch him. Cruz, the guy that started. And backyards with Kimbo Slice down there in Miami fighting in, fighting in backyards on YouTube. And he, and he, and he's got like 40 fights. So I mean, he's been around. He's the real deal. They call him pound for pound the baddest dude or the baddest MF in, in MA. I think he's got a belt saying that. But you know, coming off the Diaz win, not too many people want to fight him at 170 pounds. Why? Because he is a man right now. And I think that the fact that he only got, he only got, Think about that. A half a million bucks to sell out Madison Square Garden. You talk about getting pimped. I'll tell you this time and time again. Having dealt with pimps and hoes as a policeman here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California, I know there's no girl going to work the streets for eight or twelve dollars an hour, for eight or twelve bucks for every hundred she makes. That's not going to happen. But in the world of mixed martial arts, you don't have a choice. The choice is not there. Okay? If you don't do the UFC thing, if you don't do that, if you don't drink the Kool-Aid with Dana White, you're done. And if you piss Dana White off, you're done. If you don't blow Dana White, 
can I say? You're, 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 it just things are not going to be good for you. They're not. And the Masvidal thing, I think, is a is a clear, uh, clear example of the USC just pimping people off, and you know, it continues. I know there was a lawsuit regarding this, a, a class action lawsuit brought by a bunch of ex fighters, including Kung Lee, the Vietnamese star, of course, out of San Jose, California, and my former broadcast buddy King Kyle Kingsbury. But I don't know what's resulted of that. Of course, that was a lawsuit against Zufa Sports, Dana White, the people. Of course, I think the the Dubai government was even being sued there because. The Dubai government at one point in time owned 13% of the USC. Open phone lines all around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. is 1-800-878-7529. Of course, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. And I will go to the mailbag. What is a metrosexual? I will go to the mailbag uh, after the break. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast. And once again, the phone lines, 1-800. I'm having a good time. 878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Got a couple of minutes today. You can text me, 415-275-1613. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast. And, of course, coming to you live each and every Sunday, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Ring Talk Air Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912-800-403-5912-800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? 
Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, a Sports Byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing and MMA today, only on Sports Byline. That is just a fact of life. October 3rd, 1980. I'm in Las Vegas, Nevada. First time going down there to Sin City, Las Vegas, meeting my future mentor, my the great guy. May he rest in peace, Johnny Taco, of course, of the Main Street Gym, but... We went to the Ali Holmes fight, and Muhammad Ali got, got beat up by Larry Holmes pretty bad. It was, it was a severe beating over 10 rounds. The fight was stopped after, before the 11th round, and, and I was like in tears the next day. So I went to the press conference, and Ali was at the dice, and I went up to him asking for an autograph and this and that, and I got tears rolling down my face. He said, man, man, please, please don't cry for me. And he was bottom line is that was our first encounter. So then 1993, I'm going to China to be part of this brawl at the wall, this 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 television, this historical television moment, of course, we talk about the first boxing broadcast ever from the People's Republic of China. Now it's commonplace, but back then it never happened. Of course, there hadn't been any boxing in the People's Republic of China, controlled by Mao Zedong and the Communist government since the communist takeover in 1949. Okay, so we come in 1993, 1993 we're going to do this card in, in Beijing, and I'm at the airport at SFO, and, and Harold Smith, who was like a father to me, he calls Muhammad Ali over. He calls him over. He calls, we don't go to him. He calls Ali over. He says, Ali comes over. He goes, he goes I, I want you to choose this as Pedro. This young man is like my son, this and that. So anyway, I didn't think too much of it then. You know, maybe a lot of people say that to Ali. You know, so anyway, bottom line is we're on a halfway to uh, Beijing on this Air China flight, which I will talk about in a minute. And um, I, Ali comes back to where I'm at in business. And I think I was in business. And then was I in business? I think they put me in the middle of business. Anyway, he said, come here. I said, okay, all right, I'm going. You know, the finger action. I said, okay, I'm going. And he said, no, get your bags, get your stuff. I said, man, where are we going? I got my stuff, my duffel bag, you know, my garment bag, that kind of good stuff. So I'm dragging my radio equipment, all that kind of stuff up to through these doors and up a stairway and those kind of good stuff. And, like, we're up in this executive class in this cabin that's got nothing but beds. 
beds. I mean, beds to Beijing. This sounds good, especially if you're in the right company. But no, beds to Beijing. Um, but I couldn't go to sleep right then and there. I mean, come on, man. I'm sitting there. Muhammad Ali is taking me out of a coach seat where I was sitting with this beautiful uh, airline stewardess, flight attendants. Look on flight attendants now. Of course, from United Airlines. Song Hong was her real name. Susan, I can't remember what her last name, but Song Hong was her real name. Anyway, I'm sitting with her, talking with her, and Ali drags me out of that, and I go up, and, I, and, and I'm in a bed. So I'm like, I don't know what to do, man. I can't sleep. So like after about 45 minutes to an hour, you know, I got up and sort of moved around a little bit and everybody was sleeping. I could hear somebody was back there with snoring. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if it was Ali or not, but I opened the door to the cockpit. And when I opened the door to the cockpit, um, I noticed the fact that all three of the Chinese aviators were asleep. I kid you not. Their heads were hanging one way. Uh, one, one, two guys were hanging to the right. One guy was hanging to the right, to the left. I kid you not. This was like blowing me away. I said, "My, oh my God, they're asleep. This thing's on automatic pilot. We're going to crash. It's all over. Muhammad Ali's in a plane. This is crazy, right? So I go back and I think, what am I going to do? I just closed the door. I didn't know what I was going to do. So I woke up Lonnie Ali, Muhammad Ali's wife, actually his third wife. Um, but I woke her up. And uh, she's telling me, I mean, she thinks I'm exaggerating, you know, like I'm talking smack. And this, you know, Pedro, what's, what are you up with? Like, no, I'm not. Lonnie, come look at this. So I opened the door and Lonnie saw it. And then she freaked out. Okay, so then we went, got back and told the, the lead flight attendant, the stewardess, whatever. And, of course, she got another crew. There was another crew sleeping in the back of the plane. So at the same time, there were two flight crews sleeping on the same plane as Air China flight. Okay, we never flew back with them ever again. Just never. The bottom line is that was just terrible. It just was. But the next year, when we went back to China for 1994, we we're going to have a car to Macau. Of course, there's a little uh, Portuguese province at the time, which was part of China. Now it's been, the lease was up, so it went back from the Portuguese government to the Chinese, to the China, <coughs> to the Chinese, uh, nationals. Of course, it's, it's got Macau's like the Las Vegas of, it's Las Vegas on steroids. That's what a lot of people have called it. Anyway, at the end of the day, we had a good time and, and Ali says to me, you know, I, I want to thank you for coming. I want you, you're my guy. This is all the stuff he didn't have to say, you know, and then uh, we signed this. I remember, you know, I won't tell you about some of our conversations, but we were, when we were driving through, I'll leave you with this before we go to an Ali clip. We were driving through Macau, and we came to a big, big funeral procession. I mean, they had pictures of the guy and statues of him and, and posters of him and all. I mean, all kinds of stuff. It was like they were holding an election, okay? But it, was, it wasn't an election. It, it was a funeral, okay? So this funeral, and, and, you know, the guy has all these marching people and all this kind of stuff. So it all goes by, and we were sitting there waiting just maybe eight to ten minutes, and Ali says, no armored car. I said, what? He says, no armored car, meaning you can't take the damn money with you, okay? There's no way, no how, and you just can't. I mean, some of those things were just Ali-isms that, that, that it's just, he was such a special man. Bottom line is, you know, people think that all he did was talk smack. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to mix in a little smack with Ali and Joe Frazier right here. You see, you try to brush that stuff over on somebody else, man. You try to put that weight on everybody else besides yourself. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Roy. There you go. Okay, we'll be back with round seven in a moment. Sharp suits got on them. They're pretty good. How old is it? About a year. <laughs> About a year. I heard I was going to be on the TV with this attorney, so I had to dress like a lawyer. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought it was a sports thing. I would come relaxing. I think that... Uh, you look good, Joe. Thing, you, know. you don't explain why you dress like you are. Well, that's good. You know, I'm I'm a dresser. You look you good, believe. Joe. You I feel up. good, too. That's where I feel like I should dress for this kind of show, sportswear, you know. 
That was the end of round seven, gentlemen, and we'll be back again in just a moment. You can't do that no more. We're going to buy my ticket out of the country. <laughs> oh, boy. Sit down, Joe. Why you think I make it? Sit down, Joe. Sit down, quick. Why you think I make it? Sit down, Joe. Sit down, quick. Sit down, quick, Joe. Well, we're having a scene, as you can see, and it's hard to tell whether it's clowning or for real between the two fighters. This kind of thing has been going on all along in terms of promotion of the fight, and this time it seems to be for real, because Joe Frazier is really angry. Muhammad called him ignorant, and he's really angry. I don't think this one is clowning at all. It's a bad and an ugly scene, and it's unfortunate, I think, that it's happened in the middle of showing a classic fight between two extraordinary athletes. I think that Ali is probably clowning, but there is no question in my mind that Joe Frazier is not clowning. They threw off their respective earpieces, microphones. Joe Frazier's watch came off. There was a wrestling bout on the floor, and we're really very sorry this happened. And there's no question about it, Joe Frazier is leaving the studio now, and he is deeply upset at Ali calling him ignorant. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry, night, but we're going to try and get this that. back, and we'll be back in just one moment. you be on time. As you can see, one chair is now empty. Muhammad Ali is sitting next to me where Joe Frazier had been sitting. And Joe has left the studio in what was open anger, real anger, and there's no sense in disguising the fact. I would say there was anger on his part, Howard. I'm not angry and still not angry. That's why I'm still here. All right. But a man shouldn't be that savage and illiterate to just jump up and stand over me and ball his fists up and as if though he's on a swing in me. I didn't know what he was going to do. I had to jump up to defend myself. But I'm not still angry at him. I don't think two black men should be on the television fussing and fighting and acting like savages. This man is, he speaks ignorant at times. He said, I, w I went to the hospital. I went to the hospital to have my swollen jaw checked to make sure nothing had happened for 10 minutes. And I, don't, I wasn't going to bring up him going to the hospital because it's true. He was so hurt, he went to the hospital for one month. And I don't think it would be a man for me to bring up you went to the hospital because it's not, right. not my intention to hurt nobody. But, so, this is why I said he's an ignorant man to show you how much he thinks. If I, if, I, if I went to the hospital one month and he went for 10 minutes, I wouldn't say he went to the hospital because he might say I went to the hospital. All right, you've had your say now. I want to recapture the situation for you viewers. We were showing round 10 when suddenly this difficult situation arose. Joe is not here. Muhammad, as I have noted, has just had his say. I am going to try and serve as devil's advocate to represent Joe here now because he's not here. You have to be a devil and you can, Joe. You, you have can, to be the devil. I never mind the wisecracks, Muhammad. That's true. We're going to show round 10 again. You We're going to concentrate you on this fight. Devil. And so then you act the devil. let's limit our attention to this fight and let's be absolutely fair in the absence of Joe Frazier. He's entitled to that regardless. Good luck to you. Once again, we want to express our regret at the fact that Joe Frazier left the studio. He felt he had every right to do so. We're sorry about the difficult situation that occurred and the slight skirmish that occurred. But no hard feelings. We'll be buddies after I beat Okay. That's our show today. We'll be Thank good brothers. Thank you very much. Good black brothers. He just didn't get it. Joe Frazier just didn't get it. It was all part of the game, and Joe didn't get it. As far as ignorance is concerned, 
Like, you know, I'm not trying to say Joe was a brilliant guy, but ignorant, I don't think that might have been pushing a little bit. Anyway, 37 total bouts for Joe Frazier, 1968 Olympic, 1964 Olympic gold medals, of course, 1968 was George Foreman. But 1964 Olympic gold medals, professional record, 32 and 4, was stopped three times. That means he was knocked out three times, twice by Joe Frazier and once by Muhammad Ali, of course, a thrill in Manila. Of course, that took place in 1975, that 14-round thriller. Man, those guys were out there in the heat. Ali was about to quit. He didn't want to get up off the stool, and Joe quit first. 32-4, and four, three KOs. I said stopped uh, three times out of those four losses. 27 knockouts. Smoking Joe Frazier, was, he, was, he was needed. He was a needed part of, of, of history because Joe, Muhammad Ali needed a foil. And guess what? Joe was no chump. Joe was no paper champion. Joe was not a Ken Norton, nothing like that. Joe deserved to be where he was, okay? When they took the title away from Ali, of course, that was a bad move. I thought that was a, a, a racist move. They took away his livelihood because he didn't want to go to Vietnam. They didn't want to step forward and go to Vietnam. And you remember what he said because, you know, I know you're not going to use me uh, to go out there and fight in the fields or anything like that and shoot at the Viet Cong, but, you know, you're going to use me to lead other young men to slaughter. And I just, I just can't get off on that. I'm talking about the man born Cassius Marcellus Clay, Louisville, Kentucky, January 17, 1942. Of course, died June 3rd, 2016, age of 74 in Arizona. Um, I don't think I've ever been touched by anybody like I've been touched by him. I mean, I've been around a lot of people, a couple of presidents, a lot of governors, like people, foreign state people, a lot of actors and actresses and this and that. But nobody has ever come across and, and had the true feeling of, 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 sincerity that Muhammad Ali had. And I kid you not, yeah, we joked a lot. We pulled we pulled jokes on people in the van and the truck and that kind of stuff and our buses were going across China, pranks and you know, all we did. But but straight up, I've never seen a man that truly really had more love for for the world at large than then Ali did. I mean, when we stopped in that, I told you, we maybe I didn't tell you, but we stopped our private train. We had a private choo-choo train. We had our own choo-choo train, and we're in in in, uh, in Guangzhou, China. I think we're going to Shanghai, so we're gonna, we had our own choo-choo train, our own train. Okay, and uh, we're choo-chooing our way through China, and he says, "Stop the train! Stop the train!" So I go up and tell the pilot, the uh, the guy that's running the train, "Hey, we're going to stop the train." He says, no, 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 we're not stopping the train. So I mean, you're going to stop the train anyway. Big argument ensued. The train was stopped. We went out, we got out, and it was a village, and all they had was one wire leading into the village. There was nothing else but this one wire. I looked around. There was no toilets per se. There were outhouses, still outhouses. These people like were in were in like. Like, not third world, fourth world, maybe fifth world. I mean, like, wow, I couldn't believe it. Where, where were these people coming from? All of a sudden, it was about 200 people came up to the train. It took us about about three or four, five, ten minutes, and we had like three or four hundred people out there. And I was wondering how this got around, but they had some type of code amongst them. I kid you not, they told them there was somebody that was special there, and they all came running to the jet, to the train, and there was Muhammad Ali. You talk about the dream of a lifetime. These people were scratching their head. They couldn't believe it. A couple of people fainted. I remember this couple lady, a couple ladies fainted. They just couldn't believe it. They were scratched. They couldn't believe it. I mean, here in the middle of China, they've never seen anything in their life, period, and Muhammad Ali stops, gets off the train, and shakes their hand incredible he touched people like nobody else i think john signorella said it best uh if he if he if he touched you and you were a garbage man you'd be a better you were a better garbage man if he touched you or radio talk shows he made you a better radio talk shows if he touched you or you're just a person he made you a better person that is the man cash the man born cassius marcellus clay aka muhammad ali my greatest you are tuned to the mighty sports byline broadcast network since i have predicted that i'll be the champion the time i'm 21 well, naturally, everybody's coming to see you win. And they represent your thinking. These represent dynamite. <laughs> there you <are. laughs> 
He will be mine in round nine. And if he makes me sore, I'll cut it to four. Thank you very much. And Thank if that don't much. do, we'll get him in two. <laughs> if he run, we'll get him in one. <laughs> and in your heart, you know I'm right. If this bum go over five rounds, I won't return to the United States for 30 days. That's final. I walked into L- London, England. I jumped off the airplane. And Cleopatra was at ringside to witness. Can this Louisville lip come over here and call the exact round again? We don't believe it. The fifth round came. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday is 11 a.m. Pacific time right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800 That's 800-603-0885. Do you love watching sports? Well, how would you like to be able to take your favorite sports with you and watch them anywhere? In your house, on your computer, even on your smartphone for one low price. With National Programming Service, you can. That's right, for one low price, so low we can't publish it, you can take your favorite sports anywhere, anytime with you. And we even give you free installation and free premium movie channels. Don't wait. Call National Programming Service right now. Right now, you could be up and running and watching your favorite sports and shows in just a few hours. Remember, call in the next 10 minutes and ask about our special radio offer and learn about free installation. Call right now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. 
As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report, summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. That's right, annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. 800-720-5971. That's 800-720-5971. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. On occasion, I get stuff in the mailbag or sent to me via text. I think it's pretty funny. This lady says to me, she goes, so you call yourself a metrosexual and you're from San Francisco. What does that mean? Baby, are you trying to imply that I'm gay? I mean, come on. Be serious. I see two gay guys going down the street. You know what I say to myself? Or at least I used to say to myself, two more chicks for me. No, no, that just doesn't go that way. A metrosexual is a young man. I think it was a coined in like the early 1990s. But it's it's a term for a man that um, who is especially meticulous about his grooming and appearance. That is me in a nutshell. You are tuned to uh, Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports File. And, of course, the Sunday edition, two hours. Come to you Sundays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time to 1 p.m. Pacific Time. Of course, we come to you Saturdays just for an hour at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. All these shows are carried on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211, as well as iHeartRadio, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, once, once again, 211 being the Dan Patrick Channel. Now, I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. Of course, there's a million things you've been doing right now. A million things. But the bottom line is, you're spending some time with me right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. So, Pedro Fernandez, thanks you from the bottom of my heart. Bottom line is, I got a show coming up June 20th here in the city by the bay. We're calling it the Summer Bash. Palomento Productions feeds the SF homeless. The Rock of Poco, formerly Caesar's Palace. I'm calling it the Rock. Check it out. LaFuente2020.com. Until next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect. <laughs> 